I'm Ben Carter, your life transformation coach, and I've been sent, called, and commissioned to help you live your very best life. Join me on Ben the Life Coach Radio Show. I can't wait to support your leap into victory. Hey, welcome. You hear it? What? Come on. Hey, y'all heard that, right? Come on. <laughs> Listen. Welcome, welcome back, welcome back to Ben, the Life Coach, Interradio Show. You all know who I am. I'm Ben Carter. I I am your neighborhood life transformation coach, and we opening up a little bit in the spirit of Straight Out of Compton. Uh, if you haven't seen it, go see it. It is an amazing movie. Period. But it's an amazing story around hip hop and the transition of hip hop. It, it, it was just powerful. I grew up, I was, I was super duper young <laughs> during that era. But I remember, um, I remember wholeheartedly everything that was going on. And uh, a lot of uh, culture, a lot of politics, a lot of love, a lot of strong messages. And it just so happens that Ice Cube wrote a song called Check Yourself Before You Wreck Yourself. It's actually Check Yourself. <laughs> and I use that when I'm talking about one of my main motivational speaking topics. Anybody that's been following my career, one of the first things that I started to talk, talk about in my career is... Uh, victim bully equalizer. Are you a victim? Are you a bully? Are you an equalizer? Are you a little bit of all of those things? At times we all are. And I came up with that because when I accepted the call in my life to get into this life coach thing to really help people transform the way that I was helped, um, that's one of the, the first things that I realized or one of the first tools that I really resonated with uh, as I was studying. Now, we don't call it victim bully equalizer uh, when we're going through training, when we're going through studies. As a matter of fact, if you've heard me say it, I'm a bit of an unorthodox life coach. I'm a bit aggressive. <laughs> uh, if you get to know me and you coach with me, I'm a bit aggressive, but there's a lot of love. There's a lot of, lot of layer there. And the reason why I say that is because we wouldn't typically use those terms, victim, bully, equalizer, call people those terms, because people feel as if you're calling, those, calling them those names. And I'm not necessarily calling you that. <laughs> I'm just calling you out if that is the energetic um, representation or the energetic uh, perception, if you will, that I get from you. So we, we talk about level one, level two, level three. Level one really is that whole victim energy, that whole victim way of thinking. You know, we're at the effect of, we're at the thought, the belief, the emotion, the perception that holds us back from being successful. Um, we're always lacking in, in, in engagement, enthusiasm. We're lacking in creativity. We're indifferent. We're lethargic. So all of those things go with that victim way of thinking. And if you heard me spew out some of those those descriptions, it might be you. But if you encounter me on the right day, it might be me. <laughs> it might be a situation that you feel victim to or victim of. Um, the, the second level 
uh, which we call level two type of energy. It's not you, but it's just the energy that you're displaying. I call it really, I call it bully. It's, it's really a struggle. It's a push-pull. It's a tug of war. It's a right or wrong. It's a black and white. It's, you know, I'm pissed off. I'm angry. You ticked me off. I resent you. You get on my nerves. I'm hostile, you know. And for a lot of us, we experience that. We experience that in our personal relationships. I got my hand raised. I know I do. Um, we experience that at work. I put my hand down because I, I do not like to deal with that kind of energy at work. And so I've really worked on being able to perfect my behavior and my, my energy at work. Uh, there are instances where you absolutely have to express your hostility, <laughs> but you healthily express your anger. You get your point across in a way that does not make you look like a jackhole, right? Um, the level three energy is really about responsibility and accountability and that's owning your feelings that is really standing up and saying you know what i'm going to forgive myself i'm going to forgive this situation there has to be some kind of balance here and so although there are other levels i focus on the first three one two and three which i call victim bully and equalizer and I focus on those because we all on a day to day basis, moment by moment, are dealing with something that's going to uh, allow us to exude uh, and or evoke those those levels of energy from us. And the reason why I chose to do this show, because, listen, you all need to check yourself. And the reason why I say it is because if you're not checking yourself, you might be the reason. You might be the main reason why you are being wrecked in life. You might be wrecking yourself. And so for a lot of victims, by way of thinking, their energetic representation is things are happening to me, you know, and I don't have any control over that. And that's not true. That's really, really, really not true. You may be a victim of a situation by way of being victimized where someone has made a choice to do something to you and or around you, but that does not necessarily happen every day. And if it does, the, the actual checking of yourself would be, wait a minute, what am I doing? What part am I playing that I'm putting myself in this position? Every day I wake up and I volunteer myself to this situation. So that's what this show is about. It's really about checking yourself before you wreck yourself, fool. No. <laughs> it's really about checking your default. Your default is where you go to, where you immediately go to, when something comes up that's uncomfortable, where it's confrontational, where it's dealing with conflict, does your default help you resolve the situation or does your default just add more garbage to your, your baggage, to all of the baggage you're already carrying around? Are you packing more conflict and confrontation in the baggage because you don't want to address it? So you've got to look at what your default behavior is. And so... That's what we're talking about a bit here. I wrote a I wrote an ebook about it. Like to read it? <laughs> it's out there. Uh, I I wrote an ebook last year that's called Mirror Mirror. Who am I? And it's really it's really an opportunity for you to read and do some work. It, I call it an e workbook because there's just um, as much 
work as there is reading. It's about 19 pages. If you go to my website, www.livellccoaching.com and go to contact, if you subscribe to my website, you become a Victory member. That's the first thing that you get from me. Uh, I'm very, very proud of it. And although it seems like I might be calling you a victim, a bully, uh, and or an equalizer, please don't take any offense to that. Like I said, I could sometimes be very abrasive. <laughs> um, I'm like sandpaper. <laughs> I'm just trying to smooth you out, baby. No, don't take offense to that if it feels like name call. But if you do feel like I'm calling you out, what I do want you to pay attention to is if what I'm saying is true. Is there any truth behind what Ben is saying? Uh, if you subscribe to my my um, page, to my website, become a Victory member, a part of the Live LLC family officially, then that's the first thing that you'll get. And you'll find that when you read that, what I was saying, when you read that, most of the stuff in there is about me. <laughs> it's all my bull. Right? So, I'm not really pointing or placing the blame on, on anybody. Um, I was a victim and I was a bully for a very long time. I was a victim to life. So the reason why I could not succeed, the reason why I could not lose weight, the reason why I could not get a promotion, you know, my grandmother died, we were poor, you know, my father left very early, my mom had this issue. You know, I was a victim to every every circumstance and every situation and then I was a bully in all of my romantic relationships. You know, I want to control you. I want to push you around. Ultimately, you know, I'm always right. You're always wrong. What it really came down to was me being insecure about every single thing in my life. I had not cultivated. I had not captivated my purpose and groomed and, and honed my purpose in life. So all I had to focus on was the problem of life. And you had better believe that's what I did. I made sure that I focused very, very heavily on all of my problems. And had you asked me five years ago what a purpose was, I'd be like, what the hell are you talking about? I don't know what oh, no purpose is, you stupid. Right? So <laughs> people who meet me now, they go, I had no idea that you were like that. I don't even believe it when you say it. You know, but that's the truth of who I was. And that's a part of transformation. Transformation is not some warm and fuzzy word. It's real. You know, and that was how I was able to transform. So let's get to this, right? Let's get to this because we got a little bit of time and a whole lot of talking. So one thing that I want you to do is check in with yourself. And it's an easy way. It's an easy way of, of checking in with yourself. I like to use real life examples. So you might be asking, okay, how do I check myself? How do I check myself to identify if I am in fact a, a victim, if I'm a bully, uh, if or if I'm an equalizer, if I'm actually a rational, stable, forgiving uh, person that is willing to be accountable for their actions? The one thing that you want to, to check, especially if you have, uh, let's say, victim energy uh, or, or you're displaying victim energy, I always like to approach it from the perspective of a work environment because I think we can all relate to that. If something happens at work, so let's say 
you know, you're sitting down at your cube, you're you're standing up at the cash register, whatever you do, wherever you are, your boss walks in, his or her face is tight, they they speed past you, you say good morning, they snarl at you, and the first thing that you do is go, oh my gosh, what have I done? Why are they mad at me? I think I'm going to get fired. You get into a panic. You start texting, emailing, calling all of your friends. You know, you go, yo, I don't know what I did. I don't know why he's treating me like that. I, I thought we were cool. Everything was working out, but came in, kind of growled at me. You know what? Bump it. F it. I'm not dealing with this anymore. You go into a place where without any details, without any real feedback, it becomes about you. You become a victim to that situation, which in all actuality, it wasn't really a real situation, right? So if you're, if you're a bully, the bully might respond a little bit differently. The bully might go, I know, I know good and well, such and such didn't just walk in here and not speak to me. And then you'll start listing all of the reasons why they're wrong for their behavior, why you're right, and how you might get to HR before they do, because you're not going to let anybody walk all over you. Meanwhile, once again, you have no detail, you have no foundation, you have nothing to go on other than the fact that this person walked in, they are a little upset, a little angry. It's evident that's true because they snarled, they were walking fast. The equalizer or the balancer, I call it an equalizer because I grew up in the 80s where, you know, we used to balance the frequency of our record players and, and stereos, bass, treble, mid-range and all that kind of stuff. So everything always comes back to, to music in my childhood for me. So that's why I call it an equalizer. We're just trying to balance the frequency. We're trying to get the best sound that we possibly can. The equalizer is going to go, wow, I wonder what's wrong with my boss this morning. He or she is behaving differently than he or she normally would. I hope everything is okay. You know, I might need to go in there and ask, is there anything that I can do? Is, is everything okay? Do you need a cup of coffee? The equalizer is trying to figure out how he or she can resolve the issue, can rationale with the situation before they start putting on any additional assumptions. My mother would always say, go ahead and make your, your assumptions. You know what the first three letters are, right? And when I got older, you know, I was like, you thought you were funny saying that to a kid, right? <laughs> my mother was a little bit no hold barred when she came when it came to me uh, and the way that we communicated which I love now you know but this is where you need to start checking yourself another way you want to start identifying what kind of energy you you put out is pay attention to how people respond when you walk in the room when you walk in the room, do people's faces light up? Do they run to you? Are they asking you questions? How are you? It's so good to see you. Do you feel the love? Or if they get up, come to you, they make that kind of greeting. Hey, how are you? 
can you feel that it's authentic or, or does it feel inauthentic? You know, are you walking in there inauthentically? Because in most cases, folks that are bullies, and I'm going to pick on the bullies for a little while, are not really well liked. They're not people who, who other folks want to see come in the room. You're not enjoyed very much, bully. You might feel like you are because you, you've developed some form of self-confidence, uh, but your self-confidence is really at the core arrogance and cockiness and aggressiveness. Not saying that you're a bad person, you just use what you have to get what you want. But what that's going to do to you ultimately, stress you out, give you an ulcer, Again, have people not come around, not want to be bothered with you. So this is what I'm asking. Do people really, really like you? Do they really want you around? Are, are people always coddling you? Pay attention. Observe. That's the first thing that you want to do. Observe. Are they coddling me? Are they always having to reassure me? You know, are they yes people? Yes, that sounds great. Yes, that's wonderful. Because they don't want to get in conflict or confrontation because they know that I will absolutely go off, turn up, show out, you know, act a plum fool. So this is where you want to start to identify when they talk to me, are they saying, I want to get your unbiased opinion? I, I feel like you're going to tell me the truth in a way that even if it's hurt, if it's going to hurt me, it's still going to be dressed up in some love because you're not attempting to hurt me. You're not trying to right or wrong me, black or white me. You're just trying to get me to a place of resolve. Identify, observe if you are that person and if people respond to you in that way. So a lot of folks go, you know what, Ben, since you've become a life coach, all you talk about is purpose and transformation. And come on, man, that's that's a bunch of BS. That's like you've been watching too much own too much, you know, Super Soul Sunday. You've been reading too many um, flighty books too much. Just it's you doing too much. I'm not used to that from from you. And that's fine. And I get that. But the truth of the matter is transformation is transformation. And so if you decide that you don't want to be transformed because everything in your life is good, then I'm good with you being good. But I'm at a point where I want to graduate from good to great. And once once I master great, I want to graduate and elevate into absolutely amazing. And so for me, the question is, what's the benefit of me checking myself? Because what if I check myself and I realize that I am a jackhole? What if I check myself and I realize that the reason I've not been able to move ahead, the reason that my relationship is stale because I've become a victim to hopelessness, I've become a victim to negative perception, I've become a victim to always assuming that it's going to go bad, as opposed to using my good to make it good. What happens when I realize that's the truth? Well, what would happen if that wasn't the truth? <laughs> right? All these what if questions. But what would happen if you did realize it? Well, you've got to answer the question, what's the benefit to you being being aware of your behavior? Well, one is that you've, you've got to be accountable for it now. And for a lot of us, we don't want to be held accountable. Say it, say it, Say it. If I didn't know, then I can't be held accountable. You can't blame me for that. And I've got a 15-year-old son, and I tell him, listen, 
the excuses, the elaborate reasons as to why you are not performing uh, at your best, why you're not meeting your potential, why you're not walking in your purpose, why you are not addressing your destiny is all a bunch of bull. It doesn't mean anything. I take it back to criminal law. If you are with someone that robbed the bank, that robbed the 7-Eleven, that robbed the Wawa, you robbed the Wawa too. You are just as guilt, guilty. You are just as accountable. So you've got to take charge for your life. You cannot be passive aggressive with your life. And that's what those energies allow us to do. We wake up at 45 and realize that, whoa, I've been, I've been in the same field, in the same position for 15 years making the same amount of money and I've been so annoyed and so tight because I've not been able to graduate into the next level, but I've put myself in this place. I've put myself in the place of the victim. Every job that I get, I just so happen to always find myself a great bully. You know that person? Every job they get, they find the bully on the job and they become a victim to the bully. That's because that's what you're energetically inviting. You're saying, come, Come walk all over me so that I don't have to take responsibility for my life. Because what you're saying is life is too hard for me to live. If I really want to make $75,000 a year, then that means I've had, I have to get into continuing education. And I hated school. I hated high school. So why would I want to go back? It means you actually have to go back and get a degree now. It might mean at 45 years old, you have to dedicate about eight to 16 hours a week to interning for free. This is the life that you created. And so if you're unhappy with it, guess who made the decisions, homie? You made those decisions. You cannot get upset with the world because of the choices you made. You've got to take account. So look at your life. Start itemizing where you are. If you know me, you know that I have this tool called Grade Your Life. What does your professional life look like? Is it is it an F where you have actually become so frightened to anything that requires hard work, you've completely removed yourself from moving ahead? Right. Or is it an, is it an A where you constantly pour into your skill, pour into your your ability? You've identified how to to configure and create multiple streams of revenue in your life so that you are not stressed out if something goes wrong or bad or something that doesn't feel right on the primary job that you've got to back up to the backup. What have you what have you done? Come on. Stop bull spitting yourself because if you look at your life right now, you might be able to fool everybody else. But the truth of the matter is, is you can't fool yourself. And if you start fooling yourself, that's how we get into the vicious cycle of addictive behavior and cover up. So I'm going to sex as many people as I can because the more sex I have, the better I feel about myself. Men, I know y'all don't want to talk about it, but that's where it comes from. So the power of the penis is what pushes and promotes you because you've not gotten into the power of your purpose. But we'll talk about that on another show. Women, the same thing for you. You think the value is in the vagina, and it's not, girlfriend. It's not, okay? Because everybody's got one, and everyone will use theirs to try to do the same thing that you're doing. As a matter of fact, we can watch TV shows centered around that very topic. So you've got to identify 
where your moral, where your value, where your purpose is, because you'll start making decisions based on your problems. And I'll sex too much. I'll spend too much money that I'm in debt. I'll drink too much that I wake up one day and I'm an alcoholic. I'll, I'll try one too many drugs and, and realize that I've got this desire for popping pills or, or I, I've a, become accustomed to uh, lean or scissor or whatever it is that you all are pissing and popping this week. There's a new drug for every week within the month and the year. So you've got to identify where you are because once you start to stabilize your situation, once you start to create a balance in your life, you'll realize that you might be able to get everything without having to give up anything. Did you hear what I just said? You might be able to get everything that you want without having to give up anything. One of the things that I want you to walk away with, this was a big one for me, dealing with my victim and my bully um, behavior, my victim mentality, my bully behavior was jealousy. My love affair, my relationship with jealousy, I was in covenant with jealousy, and you can do a self-check with jealousy real quick. If your coworker gets a promotion and the first thing that you say to yourself is, I need to figure out why, why he or she got the promotion over me because I'm better, there might be a little bit of the green-eyed monster biting you on your butt. If, you're, if your homeboy, if your best friend gets a brand new Maserati coupe and the first thing that you say to yourself is, what the hell is he doing? How did he get that? How is he riding that ride? What's he doing? It's got to be something illegal, not right. You might have a bit, a teeny bit <laughs> of jealousy creeping somewhere around in your spirit, in your heart, in your mind. Ladies, if your sister girl, your girlfriend, your home girl, she gets married before you do and your lips get tight and your eyes roll and your neck breaks because you're not sure how somebody with her sketchy past can get a husband before you do, you might have an issue with jealousy. And the reason why I pull out jealousy because jealousy sits in between victim and bully. It's really the bridge between the two. And you need to check yourself before you wreck yourself because the way that you think is what you're telling the world how you feel about yourself. And even though you might be successful as a bully, even though being the victim may have gotten you a certain amount of attention, it's very, very difficult to sustain it because it's grounded and founded in very, very catastrophic, catabolic energy. Its, it's foundation is negativity. And so even though your bank account might have a few extra zeros, even though you might have been promoted, you've been promoted because it's dog eat dog for you. You've been promoted because it's, I don't care who I have to step on to climb this ladder of success. There are multiple ladders of success. You've got to create your ladder to success. So I want you all to start thinking about how are you behaving? How am I behaving? And how has my behavior affected my life? The one thing that I want you to think about along with the other one things <laughs> is this. Is my bad attitude because I'm having a bad day 
or is it because I have a bad life? And if I have a bad life, whose fault is that? If you're over the age of 18, baby, you ain't got nobody else to blame anymore. Is my bad attitude a result of me having a bad day, maybe even a bad experience? Or is it a result of me having a bad life? And you get to define whatever that is. I'm not a fan of good, bad, but the truth of the matter is, is if you walk, show up every day with, with a sneaky, stinky, smelly attitude, then there is not a lot of room left in your life for gratitude. So you guys know I love you so much. I hope you took your notes. I hope you downloaded the book. Go to my website, LiveLLCCoaching.com. Share my Facebook page. Tell a friend to tell a friend that there is this dude named Ben Carter from North New Jersey who is spiritual and funny and aggressive and hard-hitting. And he was called into life transformation coaching. And I believe that he might be able to call you out into your purpose so that you can articulate the expression of your soul. That's what I do. That's who I am. I love you so much. Till next time, you know how it goes.